Hey, everybody. Welcome to our college football show. Over the past couple weeks, um, Peter Hall and I did some mock drafts uh, exploration. And we're going to start to look at some of these positions before the draft. Um, we kind of have a week for each position. But to start out, quarterbacks are important. And so we're going to take this week and focus on quarterbacks. Uh, probably here maybe in upcoming weeks to hit everything. We'll probably need to do two at a time for the other weeks. But uh, we all have a ton of time now, and quarterbacks are really important. So, yeah, let's talk some quarterbacks. Now, Pierre, how do you want to do this? Do you want to give me rankings of the top quarterbacks, or do you just want to talk with some of the top quarterbacks out there? I mean, I could give you my top five right now, and then we get yeah, this okay. conversation in there. I already right. got right now. So... How should we go? One to five or five to one? I, I'm okay either way. I'll, I'll, I can I can go five to one. Make it make okay. it um make a little countdown. Yeah, a little suspense here. All right. Uh, yeah. So we think at number five in the draft. Again, we're ranking quarterback first week. So what's the fifth top quarterback in your mind? Um, my number five quarterback. My fifth, my number five quarterback would be Hendon uh, Hooker in Tennessee. He's my oh, player. okay. Um, I think Hendon Hooker had a, an amazing year before he went down from the torn ACL. Um, I think he's going. I think according to a point that he'll be ready for training camp. So I think that's something that's really positive about. I think he's going to use his time to. Uh, network with um, um, with the uh, with the uh, with the NFL um, executives and coaches. Um, I think that's what he's been doing at the Senior Bowl, uh, just to um, just to network with them. But I I think um, just soon just pop the tape on him and just see uh, how much of a difference he made. Um, just uh, with his arm, with his accuracy. Uh, um, his size, um, just everything, everything went with the quarterback, and uh, it it will be interesting to see the um what how he'll be utilized if um if they believe that he could be a starter or at least compete for the starting job, or it could be a simple um red shirt year until they know for sure that he'll be fully healthy and full to go. Um, for a guy like Andy Hooker, you don't you don't have to rush him into the starting role. I think that's probably what's good about the whole thing with quarterback. Hand and Hooker is my number five. Yeah, and like you said, I mean, he was – I mean, Tennessee was a top uh, team before he got hurt. I, I kind of wonder where he would be, not just in your mind, but even in uh, draft uh, GM's mind if he stayed healthy the whole year, you know? He probably lost a little bit of draft stock with the injury, would you say? Yeah, it did kind of hurt him. Uh, if he was – I think if he played a full, full season, finished strong, and if he even made it into the playoffs, um, who knows? He will probably would have been in the top three and probably in a conversation with the, um, the other quarterback, Bryce Young, C.H. Brown, Will Lavis. Um, he'll probably be in that mix. Um, so – that that injury really um, took a step back from him, but we just hope that he can at least 
we hopefully you can at least see a little glimpse of um, um with his measurements, but hopefully in the pro day at least he'll get his least to throw and show his arm strength to um the scouts. So I'm thinking right now, I've heard some people say third round pick. What do you think? I think he fall call, but I think he I could definitely see him fall somewhere in the mid second. Okay. You're a little bit muffled here. I'm not sure if your your mic is blocked or, or whatever, but you might want to take a peek. All right. Yeah, so we're saying like mill rounds for hooker. Okay. Um who you got number four? Am I good? Can you hear me now? Yeah, very much better. Uh, so oh, hooker okay. in the fifth. Somewhere in the middle of rounds, uh, who do you have at number four? Anthony Richardson from Florida. Oh, okay. I think he's probably the most prototypical quarterback in this, and um, in this um, in this draft class, uh, they really like his size, um, his abilities, his athleticism, his arm strength. Some might even compare him to the next Cam Newton. He's Raw. He's probably yeah. the perfect raw talent. Um, you will want um on your one on your team. Um, he flat. He definitely flashed all season. All season. Some could even debate that he probably should have stayed in Florida for at least one more year so he can work on some of the things that work on his consistency. Uh, there was. He didn't really start. Outside of beating Utah, he just been on and off. Where there's one, and not necessarily his fault either, because Florida, in general, man, no premier weapons. Um, their defense were bad. Um, it was pretty much a one man show with him. But as far, but he's continued to improve and get better. Um, and I think he's. I going even mentioning with the hand and hooker thing that he's one of those guys where you don't have to rush him. You get this Latin. Can you just imagine him playing behind a veteran quarterback like uh I'm just speak just playing behind someone like uh like an Aaron Rodgers or playing behind uh playing behind uh of just a veteran quarterback in general just to get a glimpse of an NFL style offense and see and if see if he can excel from that, um, just from that registered year, um, kind of like how it benefited guys like Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, where they have to wait a bit before they um before their name was called. So I think Anthony Richardson uh is definitely one of the top quarterback prospects. Um, but I think he's one of those guys who's a project that he, he's gonna get a he has a first round grade. And he'll likely might fall in the first round, but it wouldn't surprise me if he lands somewhere in the early second. Yeah, I'm sure because you wouldn't think originally with the project around him that Richardson would be a good first round pick. But I, I see a lot of places that were looking at Richardson as a potential first round pick. And you know, I, I'll tell you, Pierre, like I would think Hooker would be a middle round prospect. But I'm kind of wondering. I'm mean, there's a lot of NFL needy teams. Well, I mean, well, in the NFL quarterback needy teams, you know, I I think Hooker and Richardson might go earlier than people expect. There's a lot of NFL teams need quarterbacks, so you never know. 
Yeah, is like I said, a lot could change between now and draft day. Uh, and uh, I'm you for Anthony Richardson. This is the perfect opportunity for him to showcase his skills at the NFL Combine, show him what he can bring to the table. Um, see how he looks. Um, with his throwing arms, with um showing out his his um his measurables, um how he runs in a forty. Um, all those things, you know, and 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 how people and how the teams are going to um, respond with all the questions they're going to ask him during the interviewing process. You know, there's going to be a lot of things that's going to come into play. Um, so we'll see with Anthony Richardson, but I think he's a first round talent, um, and it's going to take a team who don't really need a quarterback right away to someone you want to just help develop and help them grow into the starting quarterback in the near future. So that's why I'm going to say that it's definitely going to benefit him in the long haul if he plays behind a veteran quarterback or well-established quarterback. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, let's get you number three. I think I knew what it might be. I've got some questions about this guy. Who's your number three? Yeah, um, I, I think I'm just going to just follow the, um, the crowd here with this one. It's Will Lavis from Kentucky. Um, I think with Will Lavis, I think people are more – I think why Will Lavis is is so high is because he's – it's kind of like the Justin Herbert effect. Um, I think that's how I will look at it because um, when you look at Will Lavis, um, you're, you love his size. He has a good arm strength. I think he probably has the best, best um release, best um throwing release and best throwing motions in his draft. They he has all the tangibles to be your starting quarterback. Um, the, the obviously just gonna be questions about um the productivity. He kind of say he kind of descended in Kentucky, um, just cause you know the turnovers, um, his mechanics still needs work, um, all those things. And it also doesn't really help when you had a terrible offensive line who can't even protect him. Um, can There's going to be questions about him with his pocket presence and his awareness. So all those things are going to be coming into the play where they, he needs to work on or at least get corrected. Um, but as far as um, just, just a pro-style quarterback and put him in a good system, um, I think he can probably surprise some folks the same way Justin Herbert did, you know, because Justin Herbert he didn't like he didn't light up the um, college football even even when he played in the Rose Bowl he he didn't really do that much other than run the football, um, but then he excelled excelled in um, in his rookie year, so we could that could be the same beneficiary with uh, with Will Levis depending on putting him in the right system and who they feel fits or believes in him that could be their quarterback of the future. Yeah, I don't see Levis as like a guy you pick and you start right away. But, you know, there's some people out there, Mo Kuyper included, that are looking at Levis as like a number one draft pick, which I, that's a little ambitious in my mind. I mean, not to say don't draft him, but if you're an NFL team wanting a quarterback to play right away, I'm not sure if Levis is the guy. It's like I said, um, it really just depends on the team, you know, who really believes in it more. Really depends on the team, the system, um, 
I don't know if he's a day one starter, but I think he's going to be somewhere a starter somewhere in his rookie year um, for whatever reason, whether it's bad quarterback play or a team that's not going anywhere and they want to see what this guy can do. You know, you never know. Or maybe he might just um, be ahead of his time or be ahead of the game. So we'll see with Will is how it turned out. It just really just depends on the team. Yeah, and that's going to be really interesting because with the potential exception of Jordan Love being drafted by the Packers and they them keeping Aaron Rodgers, I mean, if you draft a quarterback in round one, the clock is ticking. I mean, it doesn't mean you have to start him right away, but when you don't, I mean, you know, the clock's ticking. You, you know, people want to see him start before long. All right, in the few minutes we have left, um, number two and number one, who's your number two? My number two is C.J. Stroud from Ohio mm-hmm. State. Um, C.J. Stroud is, um, I think he's probably your most complete quarterback um, as far as size, arm strength, um, accuracy, anticipation, pocket presence. Everything checks out with C.J. Stroud. Um, can he put it all together at the pro level? Um, different hopefully not as the same as he did in um, his final year at Ohio State. Um, but is he the product? The question with CJ Stroud, is he just the product of the talent around him? Well, you can always say the same thing about Bryce Young. Um, right. uh, but as far as just from a productivity standpoint and just from just as a prospect, I mean, you could separate the CJ Stroud at the prospect that and the player in college, and you can see a major difference of how he can um, transition in into the NFL. Um, but C.J. Stroud, I think somewhere in the top five range, um, top ten at the most, I could see him land anywhere from either the Raiders or the Indianapolis Colts or, hey, you know, he could even – even maybe the Houston Texans might might go back and forth with it here and um Bryce Young, but we will see. Yeah, um reading now, I mean the Bears have Justin Fields, they don't need a quarterback, but I, I'm reading it the Bears will lean for trading the number one pick to a quarterback need team. I, I think there's way too many teams in the top ten need quarterbacks. And you know, I definitely could see Stroud, Levis, and your number one pick um going up high there. Um, and I think the Georgia, I, you're right. I mean, Stroud was highly thought of even before the Georgia game, but I think the way he played against Georgia helped solidify his draft pick and solidify people saying, okay, this guy's going to be good. So, all right. Uh, number one, I think I know who it is, but let us know. It's Bryce Young. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge fan of Bryce Young. Uh, I think he's the ultimate playmaker. I think he's the guy who has that killer instinct. He has that it factor. Uh, you could just see it just from the, you could just look at it, the Texas game where he literally put the team on his back. Um, you can just look at all the um, games where all the crunch time games and literally um, everything you want. The only problem with Bryce Young is it's not about his capability. It's just his size, you know. Yeah. He's literally, and it's not even just about his length. It's just more of him. 
it's more of his um how I can say it. It's just you could just look, you could just simply just look at him compared to the skilled players around him or even the guys that the defensive player going going after him. He's literally small, yeah. you know, in stature. And that's very concern some say it's very concerning, but I think that with him, he can probably overcome it because he's just so athletically gifted. Um, I think um, it's going to be a very interesting to see how, how he can transition that when if he doesn't have that offensive line or doesn't have that premier weapons right away, if he can still make the better play, you know, but I think, but I think you can excel with that. You can look at guys like Kyle Murray, who didn't really have the size, but um, definitely had the capability of make plays. Or you can look at guys like um, Russell Wilson, or you can look at uh, Lamar Jackson. You know, Lamar Jackson is tall, but he's skinny. You know, but they're just, you know, it's going to be very important to see um, with Bryce Young is um, can't don't. Will his size get the best of him, or will he use that to his advantage? You know that that will be definitely the ultimate, um, the ultimate evaluation with Bryce Young, at least in my eyes. Yeah, and use his legs to help him. I mean, I, I wouldn't say don't run, but make sure you develop as a passer because you can't run will help you in today's NFL. But you know, you got to pass the. Make sure you get there. And, yeah, I think I agree. Bryce Young uh, has a complete package. You never know about quarterbacks, how, how good they're going to be. But I think Young brings the most skill into the NFL. And I think, you know, yeah, for the people who wonder about his size, hey, Pat Mahomes is not big of a guy. And Pat Mahomes did really well. So, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't go that far. Patrick Mahomes is pretty big. Um, 6'4", 220. I think he's pretty good size at quarterback. Okay, okay. Uh, but but the smaller size guys have done it. I whiffed with the Mahomes reference. But, you know, you look at, as you said, your Russell Wilson and even guys like a Drew Brees that doesn't have the athleticism, you know, in the right system, small guys can work in the NFL for sure. So, all right. Well, Peter, as always, thanks, man. Um, uh, hopefully the NFL GMs get some good advice from that. Um, uh, we got two minutes left. Tell me something you're working on. It's cantonrep.com uh, that people should be reading. Um, before I do that, probably I'll give him an honorable mention just because he's looking good in the senior bowl is Max Duggan from DCU. Yeah. I think he had, I think this guy who's probably going to sneak his way somewhere in the conversation is um, for quarterback. So that's a guy out there being on lookout. Um, other than that, um, I'm I'm rich. I'm reaching back. I'm, I got an interview with Dominic Robinson um, tomorrow. I'm going to um, we're going to talk about um, his rookie season, just simply of a reflection, evaluation, and what's going to be the plan going forward. Um, so that's something I'll definitely be on the lookout for. Yeah, you got to ask him what if he teams up with Will Anderson. How about that? Those guys can become like a sack duo for the Bears. <laughs> uh, yeah, Will Anderson is a guy that the Bears are looking at. Um, probably depends on if they trade down, how far down they trade, if Will Anderson is still going to be there. But that's uh, that'd be a nice pairing, Robinson and uh, Anderson. Or Jalen Carter. What about Jalen Carter? You know, him yeah. inside, him outside, that could be quite a duo as well. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. 
right. Well, for Peter, this is Chris. Thanks for checking our show. Y'all have a great night. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.